0: This is the Red Raider Outfitter Rockin' Pregame on 101.1 The Beer. Sponsored by Fortenberry Roofing, Wiley Implements, and Hug City Body Shop.
1: Instant Impact Players. All right, we are joined today by new Texas Tech basketball recruit, Drew Steffi, and his dad, Matt. Welcome to the Rockin' Pregame, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. All right, so uh, Matt, you were a former D two assistant at Quincy and Portland State. How did your knowledge helping recruit uh, separate out uh, the wheat from the chaff? Uh, the, is it chaff? Yeah, chaff. Sorry. Uh, during the uh, recruiting process, that was very biblical, Sean. Thank you. <laughs> and Anyway, yeah, I hope you understood that question. I can repeat it if you need me to.
2: Yeah, it was. You know, it, it, it was interesting. Uh, Quincy was a Division two program. That's actually where I played at. But I played for my best friend. Steve Hawkins, who was a long-time Division II and 18-year Division I coach at Western Michigan. So it was a great opportunity once I got back from playing in Europe to kind of learn the rope, actually lived in his house um, the year I was there and then had a chance to get on the staff at Portland State University. I was actually the youngest assistant in the country back then. I was 23 years old, full-time on the road. So learned a lot, met a ton of great people. Um, you know, back then in Portland State you had guys like Billy Greer, who's the assistant in Colorado, who heavily recruited Drew. He was at Gonzaga. You had Leon Rice at Gonzaga, who's now the head coach of Boise State. Mike Burns is at Boise State with the head coach of Eastern Washington. Um, the guys at Gonzaga were still there uh, back then, so got a chance to learn a ton of stuff over the two years that I was there, and, and really, hopefully, it added to Drew and his recruitment and how he looked at things. Right? I mean, there's just so much. There's so much politics and and candidly a bunch of lying that happens in recruiting that I think I was hopefully able to tell them kind of the other side of things on how I would recruit kids, how we got kids, things we told them, Um, you know, even timetable stuff, right? Meaning you want to be one of the first kids off the board with the school that wants you the most, because if you wait around, especially with the transfer portal and the things that have changed in the last year to two years here, you just don't know what's gonna happen and, and I think we obviously found that fit uh in tech and super excited about it. But I do think it helped a lot. It probably uh ward drew out a little bit uh, just from a different perspective because I have you know, been through it on on the on the side of being recruited and then the side of recruiting other kids for two years. And I own my own, you know, Nike YBL program, which is kind of the top level of the AAU scene. So we were able to help kids like Davion Harmon who's now in Oregon, Tyrese Maxi who's you know, a rising star in the All Star game with the Sixers. Uh, kids like that kind of come through the system. So Drew had a chance to see it when they were getting recruited, and while I was helping them, kind of do the same thing that we were we were able to help with, with Drew here lately.
1: So Drew, for those who missed your breakout performance at the Nike Peach Jam, in which you shot forty eight percent from the field, forty one percent from three, what kind of player are you? I
0: think I'm an overall player right now. Like. I used to only be known as a shooter or scorer or all that, but I really think my game has come so far that it's just I, I can do whatever the coach tells me to do. Man, uh, I can score at any level, I can pass, I can run the point if you need me to, and then I really think I can defend against anybody in the country. And using my length and height and size, I, I mean, I, I just think I'm a complete player.
1: Matt, you spent time playing professionally in Croatia. What tips have you learned from your time overseas that you've shared with your son?
2: yeah it's actually interesting there was two things. The biggest thing was when I was over there, I was on what they would call the senior team, which is the pro team, and you know Damon Flynn, if you guys remember him from Cincinnati was the other American he was an NBA kid, we were over there together and it was un- unbelievable to watch how their program happened. It was like we would practice from seven to ten, and then the fifteen you would come in from ten to twelve, and the fourteen you would come in from twelve to two and I mean it was literally all day and then we'd come back and practice from seven to nine and they'd have more practice. So it really had like an academy professional feel with young kids. And that leads me to my second point. I realized I was I was six seven. I shot the heck out of it. I was an all American in college. Obviously, I had a chance to play overseas and what I realized is there was an awful lot of kids that looked just like I looked, felt and played just like I played and, and I think part of learning that was to help Drew with other parts of his game. I, I could never handle a ball like Drew could handle it. Um, and I wasn't a great passer, although I had a positive assist to turnover ratio. He's an incredible passer. So he actually has a bunch of the European kind of flair and game that we've been able to build, really alongside of Tyler Ralph, who's his trainer, who's changed his basketball life. And, and I'd give him all the credit in the world. I taught him how to shoot when he was little, but Tyler's given him the ability to separate himself, to get space, to get his own shot off, to handle the ball, to pass, and really with a chip on his shoulder and a swag, and thinking he's the best player on the floor at all times, which I think you need to you need to have at any level, no matter where you're at,
1: playing the level that he's going to go play in the Big 12. All right. So, uh, how has your dad helped you along this process, Drew?
0: I just can't thank him enough. I mean, he really he's helped me so much throughout the process. That it's actually crazy. Like. I don't know where I would be right now, like in my in my process of my co- choosing which school I want to go to without him, and like he, he just taught me everything. Um, I, I, don't, I can't really I can't really even put it into words because he's done so much stuff and gave me great advice along the way, and he really guided me to a direction where it's like, all right, this is what I want, this is what I want to do in college. So where's the best fit for it? And that's why I picked Tech because I feel like it's the best fit for all all the criteria that are needed to be filled.
2: Some people think you can't recruit to West Texas, but you see something special about Lubbock and Texas Tech. What is it? Uh, it's just, it just feels
0: like a family down there. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not a really big town, not a really small town. It's kind of in the middle, but just the feel around it and the people down there are just so amazing. And that, that from that point of view, and then also, like, the basketball part, is just all the coaches, everybody down there, it just made me feel family, and then – the basketball is on our level, like fans, everything. It's just, it's just crazy down there, and
2: it's really where I want to be at. For me, it was, you know, there was really two major things. One is, is the fit, and, and it's actually funny because when you look at Drew playing high school, there'll be people that don't think it's a great fit because they think that Coach Adams and the staff are so defensive-oriented, but Coach Adams did a tremendous job. He literally looked at Drew and said, listen, I love big guards, you're big. You're going to be 210, 220 pounds by the time you step on the court because we think they have the best strength coach in America, in Coach Darby Rich. I think that. They think that. A lot of people that I know and trust think that. Um, and, and really, they said, listen, there's three things you have to do. Don't don't let them go middle. Maul the baseline when the ball gets on the baseline, and when you get switched onto a bid, you got two to three seconds to try not to get dunked on or not to uh, get posted. And you're going to have great help. And Drew can do all of those things. So. I really think that the way that they play is a perfect, perfect fit from the perspective that it's a team oriented defense. It's not you're on an island trying to guard big twelve level, you know, players in a one on one scenario. You're really forcing sideline and baseline with a ton of defensive help with great big, strong, awesome athletes like they have right now in their in their in their in, in their front courts. And and ultimately, it's a high IQ defense, which is what Drew is. He's a high IQ kid on both ends. And I think that when he plays at Tech, people will see the IQ that he plays at, the ability to read defense, the ability to read offense, the ability to be in the right spot in both of those scenarios. And then the second thing is, I said this to somebody yesterday, and it's just something I've been using, where I, I said they have what he needs, which is the ability to get him stronger, bigger, Laterally better, defensive oriented. And and we have, or Drew has, what they need, which is a stretch the floor, long guard that's going to hopefully break, you know, Big 12 records and three pointers made. That's just what he does with a lot of other stuff to his game where you can't just guard him or face guard him because he's going to go by you and he's going to draw help and just, you know, hit people with lobs and get out on the break. Uh, and and, and that's, that's a unique combination where you find something that. You know, the family or the kid has what the school needs, and the school has what the kid and the player need. And then I think the last thing is, look, Drew's a super chill kid. People love him. He, 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 all he wants to do is play basketball. You have the number one, you know, probably basketball facility in the world right now. I've been in about 18 or 20 of the NBA facilities. I was just in the Sixers facility because our kid that grew up in our program, Tyrese Maxey, is there. And I think that the Womble Center is nicer than all of them. And that's where Drew's going to spend, you know, 80% of his time. If he's not in class, he's going to be in the Womble Center or chilling at the house. So Lubbock, as as a fun college town, fits his personality really, really well. You know, he had Xavier, which is in Cincinnati, kind of downtown Cincinnati as a finalist. Colorado is a great college town in Boulder. St. Louis University is in a city right downtown. And then TCU is in a city in Fort Worth. It has a little college feel, but it's really a city. So the best campus environment for what he wants to do, which is playing the NBA, is is at tech. So those are the three things that we really looked for, and they just kind of all knocked off the list. You know, the other stuff that Drew said with the staff, that's been incredible, but those are the three kind of non-staff-related things that, that really, really made it kind of an easy
1: decision when it's all said and done. Uh, talk about the facilities more that you've seen and, and how the Womble compares.
0: I mean, it, it's, it's really crazy because I, I went into, when I took my first unofficial visit there, I really didn't expect a lot of things. I was just kind of going down there because I had built a good relationship with the coaches. And I got there and it's like, oh my God, there's a new crazy multi-million dollar facility that just got built six months ago. And I walked in and it was like, it was nothing like I've seen before. I've like been to a bunch of different colleges, a bunch of different facilities. And it's really a top, it's probably the best facility I've ever stepped foot in just from the college aspect of it. And it, 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 it was really. It it was a game changer, and it was just – it's amazing.
1: Hey, Drew, where do you see the future for the Red Raiders with you at guard?
0: I'm going down there to win. That's one thing about me. Like, stats, all that, it'll come along the way. But I'm going down there to win, and I I really want to bring multiple Big 12 championships to Texas Tech, and I want to go win a national championship. I want to do something that nobody else and no other team has done before. And those are are really my two main goals going in there. And all I want to do is win.
1: Matt, your wife uh, and you both are very competitive. She in soccer, you in basketball. How excited are you that you're close so Ava and Dylan and the entire family can go watch Drew?
2: Yeah, it's going to be really, really fun. Look, the only two Final Four trophies in my house came from my wife, not from me. Uh, everybody thinks it came from, from basketball, but she was a national defensive player of the year in Division Two soccer. Um, they went the two Final Fours. She's in the Hall of Fame at our alma mater at Quince University. I'm in the Hall of Fame as well. So it's been really fun because Drew's been able to go to those. We, I got put in three years ago. She got put in this last summer. So Drew's actually been able to come to both of those kind of ceremonies and be around. You know, it's division two, so it's not as as big time as what Drew's gonna go do. But at the time, we had Bruce Pearl at Southern Indiana, my guy Steve Hawkins at Quincy, Royce Waltman at Indianapolis, um, Ray Harper, who's now at Jacksonville State with the head coach of Kentucky West End. That league went to 15 straight national championship games from the same league with three different schools when I was there the four years I was there. I played against Bruce 13 different times um, in the four years I played at, at, at Quincy and he was in Southern Indiana. So Drew's been able to be around that and see that and all of that. And obviously the proximity is amazing, right? It's a 45-minute flight. America and Southwest have 10 flights a day each way. We're coming back to the Baylor game. I just did the flights for, for me and Drew and my wife, and it was like $600 for all three of us round trip to go down to the Baylor game in two weeks. Um, and obviously, there's a bunch of local stuff here, and we're just excited to support him. I mean, we're going to support the heck out of it. We've got our daughter, who's 15, is going to be a sophomore next year. She's a big-time volleyball player. Um, hopefully, we'll be you know at the level that Drew's at in volleyball. So we're going to be splitting up and doing a lot of fun stuff, but we love watching him. Um, he's got a passion for the game. He's a, he's a, he'll be a crowd favorite. I mean, he talks a lot of smack. Uh, but, but people like playing with them, which is going to be the most fun part of the next year for him and I is trying to bring some of his boys with them. You know, we've had a chance of, of putting teams together. I've, I've kind of taken a step back, but we helped put some teams together. Team Griffin, you know, kids like Brandon Garrison and, and KJ Lewis and, and those type of kids that are, are kids we've grown up with since literally third, fourth grade. I mean, Jared McCain, who's one of the top recruits for Texas Tech, I have video of him and Drew playing each other in fourth grade in the john lucas event in new orleans that we beat them in when he was playing on we all can go and i mean one of the funniest stories may AAU history happened in that specific game but i have video of drew playing jared in fourth grade so we go way 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 back with these kids and i think it's gonna be a lot of fun and, and really follow tech's lead on who they want and then we're going to jump into kind of recruiting mode because that's how you go build great teams is kind of getting a bunch of people on the right you know, on on the ship, rowing in the right direction. And there's a bunch of kids that have reached out. Jared's reached out. Brady Dunlap, Brandon Garrison, KJ, Rod Holland, R.J. Jones. They've already hit Drew like, hey, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Jalen Lowe's another one out of Houston that we love. So those kind of kids are, are kids that we're going to have a lot of fun trying to get the tech to go play with Drew for one, two, three, four, five years, whatever it might be, and and really go try to try to hang some banners, which is which is the ultimate goal, right? And that's my most proud thing as a dad is to see what he said, which is. He's just a winner. Like, you know, we played a team the other night. We beat them by 40, and, and I, I was yelling at him to take a shot. He looking at me and started laughing. I think he took three shots in the whole game. We were up 30 at the end of the first quarter. He was just trying to get his boys involved and have fun, and that, that makes for a good teammate, and it makes for a kid that other kids want to play with and want to rock out with. So that's going to be a lot of fun as well.
1: Hey, Drew, what was the best part of your official visit a couple weekends ago? The best
0: part of the official, I mean, it, it, it was so well done. I mean, there was there's so much, like, I could go in and in on in on official visit, but I don't know. The best part to me was probably just like I don't know the snacks in the hotel room or like the, all the food like that. But like from my personal visit, the best part of that official that I took was definitely me committing there, just because I mean it's something I want to do my whole life, and it, it just felt so good to get out of the way and be part of such a such a group and a, a family, and then. Um, I mean, the fans down there when I went to the game was just phenomenal. They were, li- they are crazy. This insane and I love it so much. Like, it's, it was top three basketball atmosphere I've ever been in and it was uh, 11 a.m. on a Saturday game. It wasn't even an uh, 8 o'clock game on a Tuesday night or a Friday night. It was when, like, they, they were out partying the night before they had to wake up early to go to the game and it was still a crazy atmosphere. So, it, it's just, it was just a blast and te- Texas Tech, the way they play, it's fun to watch. So, I, I just had a blast in the official, and it was amazing.
2: Hey, let's put it this way. I'm jealous of uh, of him being able to play in that environment. Man. And we played in some fun environments in the Midwest back in the day. But what, what they have cooking down there is just unique, different. It's become probably the best fan base in the country. And for a kid that plays like Drew and talks on the court like he talks, he's going to have a blast. And, and he needs that. Like, it's going to add. What fans don't realize is how much they add to a kid's game and I know my kid better than anybody. And 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 the way I saw this uh, intro with with Adonis Arms this morning on the Texas Tech Twitter, and I said it to Drew. And I just literally was like, Can you imagine, like, like the way he plays and, and the way the way that he gets excited about fan support? We have an incredible student section and fan base at our current high school. Um, and it just kind of started this year, where Drew's class, the junior class, has just gone crazy, and it's been so much fun. So. That's the fun part is being able to, to watch that and, and how committed they are. We have a, my niece and Drew's cousin goes there, and she was sending those videos of the game uh, against Texas a couple of days ago you know where she was sitting and doing the surf swag. And, I mean, it's just such a unique thing. man. It's like, that's what I was telling some of these kids that, that we want to come play with, Drew. It's like you just don't understand until you're there the feeling that you have and the level of intensity and excitement. That like every possession matters, and it, and it does matter what they're doing. And I think that that's only going to get better and better and better. And, and Coach Adams has done an incredible job of keeping that going this year. And there's just there's no way they take a step back. So he's going to have a blast. They're going to have a blast with them. That's what's going
1: to be so fun. All right, Drew Steffi, Dad Matt, thanks for joining us here on the Rock and Pregame, and we'll see you both soon. Thank you. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate all the support. Yeah. All right. There you go. Man, exciting times uh, in uh, Texas Tech basketball, that's for sure. Um, all right, so still to come here, uh, back to uh, some uh, Red Raiders recruiting. Uh, yeah. I guess we got some reactions from junior day where you said like 100-plus guys yeah. were in town. And, um, you know, there was. we already mentioned earlier in the show about a bunch of the guys that already committed from that junior day. But as far as just the reactions uh, from what, uh, yeah, what they did the and program, all that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, we'll have that coming up next here on the Red Raider Outfitter Rockin' Pregame. We're live for Buffalo Wild Wings on West 82nd near Brownfield Highway. Come by, grab some wings, an icy cold one, and uh, hang out with us here today on 101.1. The Rockin' Pregame
0: returns
1: on 101.1, the beer.